Hey guys, how's it going? Sean back here with Everything REI. And today, it's New Year's Day 2020. Welcome to the show. So like last week's episode on the podcast, we don't have a guest today. I figured that it's the holiday season. You guys are probably hanging out with your families and you're probably not focusing on listening to a real estate investing podcast. But I also wanted to stay consistent and release two episodes a week. So for this episode, we're gonna talk about something a little bit different. We're gonna talk about our goals. I mean, after all, today is January 1st of 2020. Not only are we in a brand new year, we're also in a brand new decade. And so with that, it brings a whole slew of new opportunities. 2020 is going to be a lot more different than 2010, just like 2010 was so much different than the year 2000. So the first thing I want to talk about are New Year's resolutions and more importantly, your goals. So some people say that goals are really good and other camps say that goals are pretty bad. So on the one hand, you have people who set very high goals and they expect you to you know, try your best and they'll know you're gonna fail, but by setting those high, high goals, at least you tried harder than if you did not set those high goals in the first place. And I think those guys are in the same camp as like Grant Cardone, who does like the 10X rule. So you take your goal and then you add more to it. You just multiply it by 10. You want a million dollars, you're gonna go for $10 million. And by doing that, you're gonna blow past your original goal of $1 million. And yeah, you may not hit your 10 million goal, but you did way better than you normally would have. And then there's a camp of systems goals. And that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I think it's good to have goals. Don't get me wrong, because if you have no goals, then you're also going to have no ambition. And I think you're going to end up drifting. So it's better to just have something there. But I don't think we should be targeting our goals in the sense of what is the final activity. You can't control these things, right? You can't control how many people give you deals. You can't control how much people will buy your flip for. Those things aren't uh, something that you have control over. And I don't think that's something that you should put your mental energy into. Instead, I think you should focus on systems goals. So what are the key actions or systems that you can do such that by doing that, you will get those goals that you wanted in the first place? Now, for example, I have no control over who listens and engages to my content like this podcast or these videos that I'm creating. One day, like for example, when I went on Bloomberg, I had hundreds of people swarming into my podcast, sending me emails, and that was great. And a couple weeks later, they all left. And I had no control over that. But what I did have control over is the content that I created, the consistency that I put out stuff. So I've been creating content and putting out two podcasts a week for almost a year now. And I've been creating three videos a week for over six months. And to be honest, my numbers aren't super impressive, especially compared to the internet where you're expected to have tens of thousands or millions of followers and listeners. Yeah, obviously I'm nowhere near that. But I'm enjoying the process of continuing to create this content. And I have seen people in the past who for many, many years, um, they also hovered around the same numbers I did. And now they have several million listening or watching every single episode. Ultimately, if you just set these high goals for yourself and you have these big expectations and they don't show up, then you can get disheartened and then you can quit when it might be too early. So instead of focusing on the end result, I suggest that you guys all focus on the systems and the habits to hopefully get you the result in the end and just to enjoy the process. Like if you even look at celebrities who have made it big, but now they're getting like surrounded by the paparazzi, there's a lot of expectations on them to continue the success and they're actually unhappy, they wish for simpler times. You know, they wish for times like where I'm at, where 
you have like a small base, but they're all like local, you know, like people know you. It's, 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 a, it's a lot of fun, but there's no pressure involved with it. So no matter where you guys are on your journey, focus on that system and eventually you'll get to where you want to be. You know, I think Gandhi said something similar. He said, can a man plant without desire for the fruit? And you know, for example, if you plant an apple tree and you get an apple, you get some seeds. If you just eat the apple, then that's all you're going to get. So what if you planted each apple from the tree? Then over years, you know, you're going to have an orchid of apples. And there's another saying, I think it goes like, there's a lot of credit that you need to give to the men who plant tree seeds knowing that they'll never sit under their shade. It's just all about long-term thinking and planting your seeds and doing the work. So that brings me to the second point that I wanted to make for this episode. And that's the Pareto principle. See, people are using this term, I got 20-20 vision, as in their eyesight is so good they can see into the future. But I like to say, what is the 20% that you're going to focus on? So my saying is 20% for 2020. 20% rule, aka the 80-20 rule, aka the Pareto principle. And what the Pareto principle is, is just saying that 20% of the crops create 80% of the yield. And that goes for almost anything in life. There's very rarely a one-to-one ratio between the work you do, like the effort you put into, and the results that come out of it. Very often, 20% of the activities you do create 80% of the results that you wanted. So let's focus and write down those 20% goals. So what are those 20% activities that you should be doing in order to achieve great success? And like, instead of focusing on all the mundane work, that's easy, it's brainless, but doesn't actually get you anywhere, focus on the hard things, um, but then once you do them, you're gonna be super successful in the future. For example, uh, in this exact case, 20% rule is creating the content, speaking and asking engaging questions with my guests such that the audience gets to be educated. That is definitely a 20% rule. Now, what's the 80% that I don't need to focus on? Well, honestly, I don't need to focus on editing these things. I can very easily hire that out, have another team member do the basic edit because it's pretty brainless, right? Like if there's a dead space or if I ask an awkward question or if one of us messes up, then you just cut it out. If I do it, it's just going to take away time from doing these more creative tasks that are more important. So look in your life, you know, what can you outsource? What are the things that you can be doing such that if you only focus on those 20% activities, you're going to get 80% of the results. Just keep doing that and I guarantee you, you're going to have an amazing 2020. And so what are the things that I'm looking forward to? Well, in 2020, I'm actually super excited to start working with Conventus Lending. So if you guys haven't heard yet, I actually started working with Conventus Lending, which is a hard money company up in San Francisco. You know, honestly, I think it lines up perfectly because I actually use Conventus Lending for my own real estate investing projects. And I have used other hard money lenders in the past. And I can say with full confidence that Conventus not only has the best rates, but it also has the best service. Like we've closed on time, uh, even in some really ridiculous situations. Whereas another company I work for, they charged me higher rates, higher points, and then they couldn't close on time. They were promising me some really cheap insurance policy. And because we had like an emergency with the close today, I had to buy like this expensive insurance policy, but then it turns out we couldn't close anyways. So then I was like, well, I don't want this insurance policy anymore. He says, well, too bad you already bought it. You can't go back to this cheaper one. I just thought it was super shady. So I definitely you know, did not like working with them anymore. But with Conventus, everything is so smooth. And of course, because I had a really good friend who worked there, she hooked it up with the rates. 
So same here, you know, from you guys, you guys are all listeners, or if you go to my meetup groups, shoot me a message, Sean at everythingrei.com. I can hook you guys up with a pretty good loan, and I can also give you $1,000 off of your processing fee. And again, it works out perfectly because I have all these platforms and all of my audience are real estate investors. And what do they need? They need financing. They need financing for their projects. So I'm happy to be there to be of service and to help you guys out. Next year, I'm also gonna stay incredibly consistent. I'm gonna be creating three videos a week, two podcasts a week, and I'm gonna start blogging one time a week. Now, of course, I'm also gonna try to hire people to convert my videos and podcasts into more blog posts because I do wanna have more of a permanent online presence. During this past year, I learned about the online world and how important it is to have this online presence. So basically when someone searches up a term or a question about real estate investing, my website should come up first. And I learned most of the stuff at this event called FinCon, which is a conference for content creators who talk about finances. And honestly, most of this happened because I started dating my girlfriend early in January. And she's been great. She's been teaching me all this stuff along the way as well. And another thing I wanna do is I wanna do a planche pushup. And I haven't explained this yet. A planche pushup is basically when you do a pushup, except your legs are off the ground. So imagine being horizontal and the only things that are on the ground are your two hands. It takes a lot of shoulder strength and a lot of core strength. And I've been trying to do it for the past two years, but I haven't been very consistent about it. So I've been failing. Now, I'm fully dedicated to the cause and I'm deliberately working out in a way that I am very sure that I will hit that planche push-up within six months. In the past, I've done a goal and I've always hit them. One of my goals, uh, I think it was <laughs> five years ago, was to do a one-arm pull-up. And I managed to accomplish that in three months. And then another one was for a backflip. And that one took me five months and a lot of injury. But once I did it, I got on video and then I, <laughs> and then I said that I'd never have to do this ever again. I think that once you set up a goal for yourself and then you create the systems to accomplish those goals, you'll be able to figure it out. So for me, I am deliberately working out my shoulder muscles and core muscles. And again, it's going back to the other thing I was saying earlier, systems goals. So I'm learning to love the process and I'm not just disappointed in uh, not being able to hit that planche. So focusing on the systems, get the goals. So in terms of outsourcing and hiring out things I don't wanna do, you know, I really don't wanna edit my podcasts or videos anymore. I think they are a huge time sink and I really should focus on creating more content. And also people out there are 10 times more competent than I am in terms of auditing audio and especially editing the video. There are certain ways that you can edit video to make it more engaging on YouTube to get more views and as well as like creating thumbnails for it. Again, I should focus on learning and creating content and not on the editing that can easily be outsourced. You know, I also don't wanna focus on posting my content and announcing stuff on social media. You know, it takes a lot of effort to promote events like the meetup groups and to post every like podcast episode that comes out. And I don't wanna do that. So I'd rather hire out a social media manager to build up each group and each platform. And you know, in 2020, I'm gonna focus on making this podcast and my online platforms as amazing as possible. And I thank all of you guys for listening. You know, without you guys, this thing would not be a reality. I would not have a job at Conventus and I would be, I guess, just talking to myself and my mom. <laughs> so thanks a lot for listening. Appreciate it. You know, over the past year, I also started different challenges. In December, I decided to cut out all of my YouTube and TV time. Before, I was just watching TV while working and without realizing it that I, I can't multitask, right? So it ended up distracting me. Instead of going to the gym, I would watch one YouTube video and then one YouTube video became two YouTube videos and eventually I didn't get to the gym until two hours later. So I effectively wasted two hours of my time. By not watching TV, 
I've accomplished so much and I've actually been able to read a lot more because of it. I think this challenge was good for me, but I don't think I need a challenge this extreme. Honestly, I should be able to just uh, have a good time and be more balanced. Like on the weekend, I should be able to watch some TV and during the weekdays, I should work when it's time to work and then watch TV when it's time to watch TV. Ultimately, just be more balanced and have more self-control. I do want to keep doing challenges though because they're pretty interesting. So in January, I actually might do a challenge of waking up early every single day again to work on stuff because now I actually have a reason to work on all this stuff. Uh, my girlfriend might not like it and honestly, I might not like it because not gonna lie, in the wintertime, it is pretty hard to wake up in the morning. It's just like so cold, you just want to stay in bed even longer. Whereas in the summer, it's actually pretty easy to pop up out of bed. But I guess if I wake up early in the morning, I can start doing the miracle morning again. Anyway, let me know if you guys are down to do it with me. It'd be pretty cool to have accountability buddies where we just text each other in the morning to make sure we're up. Next year, I'm also gonna start attending more events and conferences. Uh, we have more of a budget, and again, we have a reason to go networking even more. You know, your network is your net worth. By doing the podcasts and interviewing people, my network has exploded, and it's honestly just been great. Quick networking tip for all you guys who are going to meetups and conferences in the future. Don't just pass out your business cards. They're gonna end up in the trash. Uh, <laughs> go to the meetups, meet them, make friends with them, and then get their social media handle, whether Instagram or Facebook, and then follow up with them and stay engaged with their posts. I think that builds a much longer lasting friendship and it's just worth it over time. It also gives you a better reputation, right? If you're that guy that just pass out business cards all the time and don't actually talk to people, then people are just gonna think you suck and they won't talk to you anymore. So I hope you guys all enjoy this episode and let me know, what are your goals for next year? What are you guys gonna be focusing on? And let me know if I can help in any way. Thanks for listening and have a great new year.